Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review. Clink. Clink. What's up? What's up, everybody? Hello and welcome. It is another fabulous Wednesday with the Wandering Ways crew. I am yours truly, the Reverend Mark, and with me, per usual, the guy, the myth, the legend. He reigns from, I don't know, somewhere. Uh, he's Ranger Zach. Ranger yeah, Zach, how are we doing? I'm look. I'm great. I'm looking for my red pen because we're taking notes today, cowboy. I don't know if you read the title, but I guess we'll go with the blue pen. Um, everyone knows when you're taking notes and it's important. It has to be read. Well, the red is so. So if you didn't read the title, we're we're talking about our Iceland trip today. We 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 just spent an hour before this episode really diving in deep to figure out kind of what the plan is. And then we're going to kind of share that plan with you because in, I would say about a month from now, when this episode comes out, we should be in Iceland, uh, living it up, trying, trying something new. That's, you know, two months from this record day, we'll be getting back from Iceland, which is wild to think about. Oh, shoot. That is true. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> that, like I, as of recording this, we're two months away from being back. <laughs> I, yeah, That's, no, I uh, looked down at the calendar and been like, holy shit, we're halfway through April. I know. It's been a freaking, it's been a time and a half the last like month. But no, I'm freaking, I am very, very excited for uh, this trip. Um, I'm putting all my marbles into it. You know, I'm putting, I'm, I have devoted a lot of uh, my time. I'm actually even, uh, I was looking at my work calendar uh, the week we're in Iceland. I actually should still be at work. Technically, I'm supposed to be, <laughs> but because uh, I control a lot of things. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, yeah, I like it. No, and I, yeah. I'm looking at it too. Like, holy crap, I got to budget some, some stuff because there's a lot that we want to do. There's a lot that is going to happen. Um and it's going to be exciting. I'm I, I I was kind of fun talking about it before the episode and really getting into it and figuring this out. I'm ready. Like I have my list here of things to do, right? Of things that I want to see, things I want to check out. I wrote down my notes. Then you and I wrote down some more notes of kind of day by day what we're going to do. So I'm going to see what we can work in, what we can't work in later on. Um, and I kind of want to get down to that, get down to the brass tacks of things, as they say. But other than that, man, how have you been? I know you were out in Montana, Montucky, the good old, good old 406. Yeah, I was out in uh, good old Helena. First yeah. time I ever really hung out in Helena. Um, for And I didn't really even hang out in Helena. Although I, uh, I know some people that work at Carroll College, so I was able to meet up with uh, them one night. But yeah. Um, have you ever been to the airport in Helena? Not the Helena airport. That's the that one, the Butte one, the Great Falls one are all ones I I oh in Kalispell that I haven't been to. Uh I mean it's tiny. It's you know, it's like a little small two-story building. Um the, the TSA Missoula. people were definitely like 
they were feeling overwhelmed that a softball team was coming through because we got done with our games and we went straight to the airport and uh like it's so small of an airport like the front desk people haven't even like started their shift so like you can't go through security or get your tickets because they're just they haven't and you could see them all coming over they're like oh you guys are you're you're a team huh well how many of you are there <laughs> it would be like oh there's like 25 of us and they go oh and then tsa opened up first and they came they're like you know you guys can go through security and we're like well we don't have our tickets yet and they're like oh <laughs> and then we go and get our tickets and I swear there's like five people that run the whole damn uh, airport because the same people that gave us our ticket at the front desk are the same people that checked us in at the terminal to get on the plane. And I'm pretty sure the guy that gave me my ticket was unloading bags onto the plane outside. (laughs) I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. No, that's welcome to Monday. I, you know, I we need to class up your experience and take you on the good old Cape Air or Cape Scare as I call it, uh, up to Wolf Point and show you that airport. Oh, I mean, I've been in some like uh smallish airports, you know, the one up in King Salmon. That one, like planes that fly into that airport are bigger than the airport itself. You oh, know, that's it's like it's like one person that will check you in to get you to go through security does the whole security thing. And you're, you're starting to load, you're doing your security check, loading the plane and like getting your boarding pass, like all within a 45 minute time span before your flight. (laughs) Right. No, this is Wolf, but yeah, Wolf points that same way, but like you get on these planes, if they're, if they're, they're 10 seater planes, uh, Thea sometimes because they, they sit you by weight, sometimes sits up in the co-pilot spot because like there's no co-pilot so it balances out they put your bags in the wings like even your purse like no carry-ons just your phone like your purses and shit go in the wings the bags go in like the other wings and noses and shit the same lady you're right checks you in it's two rooms you walk in like a sitting room there's just like those school chairs you know those like blue ones with the four legs Mm-hmm. Like those all in this one room. And then she's like, okay, everybody's here. All six of you are here. Let's walk over to the other room. Opens up like a closet door on the side of the wall. There's security, just the TSA thing you walk through. <laughs> yeah. And of course they have to, they have to pat down somebody because it's that like 10% thing. So it's like one of the six people's getting patted down always. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. Um, it's it's one of those experiences you're like, how is this like a thing? Yeah, but I, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. But that's know, you that's know, not the only, only thing in Wolf Point. <laughs> I'm sure that's it's one, one of like three things there. We have a golf course. We'll take you out on the links out there. See, that's that's the second right of there. three things. It's called the aviation air, airport or aviation golf course because it's right next to the airport. Yeah, they they always are. <laughs> right. They always uh I you know what I am uh excited when it comes to planes. 
uh, I'm excited that we have just a um, direct flight from Portland to Iceland. <laughs> right. And it's only seven hours. It's not bad because you just kind of go over Canada, right? Like yeah. it's just kind of, whoop, you know, right up, up top over. And what I like about it is it's direct from Portland. It's on Icelandic air. I think they partner with Alaska or whatever. So your Alaska miles like add up on this one, which is kind of neat. Oh, they do. <laughs> you checked. Oh, I did. <laughs> and I'm about it. Like, no, I, I totally am. I think it's a, I think it's a, a cool flight. It's cool to know about cool to do. Cause everyone I ask is like, it, it's direct. What? Yeah. When, when will you back? Like, it's like, oh, it's like you're just going to like somewhere else for like the weekend. You know yeah. what I mean? They're shocked. Like, oh, it's not like a ordeal. <laughs> yeah, for for real. And I, I've heard Icelandic air is pretty good. So um, it should be, the flight should be pretty well, pretty uh, sweet. I mean, we'll still have to go through customs and all that, which is, which is always a fun time, uh, regardless of never where, where you are. Never done it in an airport before, so I don't know. Oh, I mean, really? Yeah, I don't not really did it in Mexico one time in Juarez, and it was just coming back into the U.S. No, it's always harder coming back into the U.S. It's right. it's always harder. I've never I've never had issues leaving the U.S. to other countries. Anytime I have issues with customs and stuff, it's coming back. Whether I'm driving from Canada back in the U.S. or like flying uh, when uh, flying from Europe to the U.S., like it's always coming back. <laughs> That'll be interesting to see how they how they play it out. I mean, I don't got I don't got a DUI or anything crazy like that that I think other countries really flag. You know, like really, I think it is DUIs they flag the highest. Yeah, they pro- probably. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never I've never been questioned too much. You know, they really just ask you, well, why are you here? How long are you staying? Type deal. And you're like, oh, I'm coming for, you know, I'm coming. You can be uh, really a European about it. It's like, I'm going to be here for holiday. You know, I'm just here for a week. Yeah, I'm just going to pop over to the island for a week on holiday. Yeah, I don't do that because they're, they're going to be this fucking American. Oh, 100%. Don't do I, I do have I I was I have made tried to make jokes at a border and it doesn't go well. I don't do jokes at the border anymore. <laughs> and it's stupid. Like it really is. The world is stupid in how they act in that sense. Like, oh, it's so crazy. It's like the others, it's happening behind your backs, whether you like it or not. Like you just want to like straddle the common guy because you can. Yeah. That also you know, to come to the credit of the the people that do do that job, I bet they deal with a lot of idiots, a lot of bullshit too. I mean, I was looking yeah. at so they're probably like just pissed off because they've you know they've dealt dealt with like fifteen jack wagons before you get there, and and you know you're like they're like, do you have any firearms, sir? And you're like, no, just these guns. And they're like, yeah, I don't have time for this bullshit. They probably get that a lot too, though. It's probably, you know, if you really think about the stuff they get. Oh, but I pulled that joke at the border. That's why I made that comment. <laughs> the guy was like, "No, not today, sir." Yeah, no, they were. 
I guess we took a bus back from Canada into Canada, back from Canada one time in high school. But I mean, you're a kid with like, I don't know, you make it in, you make it out. We'll see. We'll see how we do in Iceland. Uh, that'll be that'll be the first hurdle of the day. Um, but oh, we yeah, land bright and early in Reykjavik, uh, the capital, the main town, the big town. Um, Iceland only has 300,000 people, so it'll be quite interesting. I think the whole experience. Yeah, it will. I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to meet people of Iceland, you know, cause I can't think of anyone. I mean, to be fair, there's not a lot of them, but you know, I've never met anyone that's like Icelandic. You know, so it'd be kind of cool to like meet one, chat them up type deal, which is always fun when you travel to meet locals and, you know, talk to them and, you know, you hear about their daily lives because it's oftentimes you're like, oh, shit, you have the same issues I do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the other thing, too, I find interesting with traveling and going to different places and and whatnot is people have those same issues and like they don't want to be talked to especially foreigners you know you get like like uh, an italian guy or a chinese guy and you bring them to america and you get those people who are like i want to play the olive garden song for you or i want to do this oh. for you and it's like bro like just because he's italian like but like that's so stereotypical it's like Ask him about his wife, ask him about his kids, ask him about his goals, ask him about what he fucked around in high school and college and did with. Because those are going to be the moments, those are going to be the people that you're like, damn, that was such a fun time because they actually gave a shit about me. Uh, 100%. Making fun of me because I'm the Italian guy or I'm the Chinese guy. Yeah, no, you're you're 100% there. You just got to treat them, you know, that don't, don't be stupid with them. Um, but no, we will get in and we get, we'll get the van first thing off the get go. We'll get our little, uh, under the reservation. It's called happy auto one. So happy auto, happy I mean, we'll auto one out. is, is what we're getting. Um, it's not a four by four, which is a, you know, a bummer, but, you know, to be honest, we only got a week here in Iceland. We're fitting a lot in. Um, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. It really is. When you look at what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish, because that day one, like like you said, we get the Jeep, or I, I'm going to just call it a Jeep because I'm so used to just calling a Jeep a Jeep because I got a Jeep. But you get the car, you get the rig, and you're going to, we're going to supply up. We're going to find a grocery store, going to find something, going to get what we want. Cause we're going to probably do a lot of cooking and taking care of ourselves and getting the supplies that you need just while you're there. Um, while you're there, stock up on that. Um, and, and really, I mean, and see part of Reykjavik as well. I mean, I'm sure you'll stumble across some, some sites and some sounds that you want to check out and take pictures of and reminisce on and see. So, Kind of do that, I think, really just dive into it. Yeah, we'll we'll for sure check out the town. I mean, I'm I'm almost positive that I will seek out a cup of coffee. Yeah, um, I, it, and looking at the food. <laughs> so 
I'm excited because I do love breakfast food. I don't eat enough breakfast food because I don't eat breakfast typically, but I'll cook myself breakfast food for dinner sometimes because I love it that much. Um, but like I saw waffles and pancakes and like crepes and like that's the 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 food that is bountiful and that what they are known for. So I'm super excited to take that. And I'm sure coffee goes hand in hand with that. So I was like, you're going to be, you're going to be living, living the way you want to be living. I know I'm going to, I'm going to really want, I, the coffee I know for sure is I'm excited for the, I'm actually really excited to have the Icelandic coffee. (laughs) I think I'm, I'm more excited than I think I should be for the coffee. Oh, I, and it's, it was something you, you really wanted to seek out when we were in uh, Hawaii was the Kona coffee. We went to Kona Joe's. Um, I do think going to Hawaii, you would want to probably do a different uh, coffee tour. Cause I thought we would have got more out of it, like more walking yeah. and kind of stuff. Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't think we'll do any coffee tours of Iceland, but I'm sure they got some no. good stuff. Cause you got to think, man, these guys are, they live in a, in the, their winters. It's like 23 hours of darkness. Right. So they got to have good coffee for that. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure coffee. And then I'm sure there's actually a pretty good tea as well. So and uh, I have heard the tap water is drinkable. Oh, nice. We love that. We love to see that. Yeah, no, so that will be, you know, that first day we'll do that. Um, and then gonna we're going to hang. I'm sorry. I want to possibly hit a thrift store. Yeah, because we're looking for sweaters, right? The the classic Icelandic wool sweater. That's a thing. So I do want that. Um, There's some other cool things that they have. Um, they're like the churches. I do want to, like I was telling you that, I do want to take pictures of the churches. There's some really cool churches there that, I mean, I don't know about it. Yeah. I, you know, for me, when it, when it comes to like the cities, I obviously the big city of Reykjavik, um, but I'm actually really excited to see the smaller cities. Cause I, you know, I think was it in our map out, we have like day four Pusevik, uh, you know, the campground that I spotted there is kind of like near, a city or a town there, um, which apparently is supposed to be really cool. So, right, and I'm super stoked to see because you it really is. I mean, it's an island. It's a um, like harbor kind of community, or you know that you, I when I think of like Iceland and like a lot of these towns, I'm thinking a lot of like boats and ships. And I'm thinking Norway. I'm thinking Maine. I'm thinking the PNW. Just kind of the vibe feels and i'm, I'm kind of excited yeah i think well i i mean it's an island up in the north atlantic so um you know i when i saw a lot of the see a lot of the pictures of these towns i picture those kind of like harbor towns um which I, i'm gonna feel like right at home because i mean i grew up next to a beach town and then a harbor town so <laughs> Right. Be, I'll be, I'll be like easy clicking. But then you see some of these like grasslands and it's, it's almost like Scott and Scottish highlands. And you're like, fuck man, it's going to be cool as shit. You know, like, um, uh, what's the, um, up near like the West Fords, 
I think is going to be more of like the Scottish Highlands kind of feel. Right. And there's a church, I think, up there. And that's why I say I really want to take pictures of church. It's like made out of the grass. Like, look at, I sent you a a, a link in the Icelandic one and it's of the churches. And it's one of the churches. And it's just like, just the structures, you know? And and when I, when you do look at like, I know like religious or not, you know, I grew up in the Catholic church. I'm not a practicing Catholic anymore, but I'm more, you know, Native American church, if anything, nowadays, but I don't practice. So it's, it, to me, I get it, but I also get that the historical aspect of, of religion and the historical aspect of these churches in these places, like there's a lot of money that goes behind to those things. So when it's built in 1500, that's built with like what they can at that time and that way and the way it was preserved and taken care of over the years. Like, it's just the, it's nice to see that. And it's nice to see cultures in their various ways and religion in that sense is a culture uh, and how they do that. And I'm excited to see that, especially in like, a, you know, I consider Iceland essentially European uh, to see that in a European country will be really cool. I think it is technically European. Um, I think they use the Euro. So, yeah. Well, I think they have their own, but I think Euros work there, but um, moving back. So after we check out the main town of Reykjavik there, we're moving over to Thingvillar. I'm going to butcher every name possible. <laughs> um, so I butcher easy names. So I'm going to struggle today. But Thingvellir National Park. It's real close to Reykjavik. Our plan is to head over there for the evening, find a campsite, um, and do find a thing th- in the park there. Yeah, and find things to do in the park both that night and that mo- next morning. And knowing that, I mean, these parks are going to have trails. They're going to have different things. They're, it's a national park for a reason. So finding that stuff to do there, uh, definitely now Now that we've kind of decided the route we're taking, places we're, we're, we're lodging up at, right? So we're going to find things. So definitely give us a shout out uh, of these places if you know anything, because uh, this episode will come out before we're there. So if you know anything cool or any hidden hacks, send them to wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com. W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And let us know because I think this park will be kind of cool. I'm excited to check it out. And knowing knowing we're we're basically going to be in 23 hours of daylight. So I know definitely like definitely like I think. If I'm being kind of honest, I think how we do it is we split up the drive times and we let the passenger person sleep. So that way we can maximize energy for when we're not in the car. Sleep's going to be important because it's always important. If you don't snooze, you lose everybody. Um, But because I think I think at these campsites, you know, we're not going to be spending more than like six to seven hours at these campsites right and then yeah yeah that's fair and then napping along the journeys and then rotating the driving for sure no that is that is yeah and rotating it and i I mean it could be you know if it's a four-hour drive which i don't think any of them are four hours and there might be one of them but like if it's a four-hour drive like one person does you know an hour or two hours of it the other person hour two hours of it you know Hey, you you drove us basically through a goddamn tornado in Wyoming 
and on ball on ball tires to say the least. I I trust you with driving. Well, so, I mean, and you did the one the snowstorm where we were driving with the e brake on. So it's not like it's not like I don't trust you either. Like we're good, we're good. We'll yeah. figure this shit out. We haven't this vehicle is probably going to be the best running vehicle we've ever had on a trip. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I really am because because we wake up and 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 like you said, you said it's the kind of like the Scottish Highlands. I think you're going to get kind of like you said that North Atlantic feel because you get that fjords kind of feel and look up in this area, just based on the terrain. And we're going to head to that, uh, go to that Snazenfels Jakob Park on day two from that Tangier Park, and I think that drive is going to be really cool. And both parks, again, yeah. they're both national parks. You're hitting two national parks in one day. Like I'm actually really excited for that national park um, specifically. Uh, they're supposed to be puffins, which will be dope as shit um, to see. Uh, That's they're... where I've seen the puffins. Most of the puffins, are. It, it, it sounds like they nest up there on that north side. And June is a good time to see them. So good thing we're going during good time. That's why I really wanted to go up to the Hornstetter nature reserve up in that area because it's more of a it's a big nature reserve and a really remote spot of the country but it makes sense we don't have a four by four vehicle so we won't be able to get up there which is totally fine um because like you said we'll be able to see puffins at this park and puffin that like i did a whole like what animals are on this island that i want to see they have the arctic foxes which i think are invasive actually they are introduced there uh, they have the puffins, which are really cool, and then there's uh, even a town with reindeer. So, if I had to pick, I, I mean, yeah, I would. I really want to see a puffin. If we could see a puffin, that would be uh, like legit, legit. Um, an Arctic fox would be pretty fucking cool as well. Um, I would be excited to see one. I'm also, I don't think I'm going to be super too bummed if I don't uh, see an Arctic fox. And I think same for uh, the reindeer. In need of LED lights for your vehicle? Look no further than our friends at Oxteo, keeping our vehicles well lit while on the road while looking for Bigfoot. Make sure to use code RUGARU, R-U-G-A-R-U, on your next set of LED lights. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase but not only that you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the little shell tribe as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code WANDERINGWAYS, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. 
The Wild West is full of dangers, from snakes to bears. The outdoorsman must be prepared. That is why when you experience rivers like the San Juan or the Yellowstone, you must bring a blue ribbon net. Handcrafted and biodegradable, these classic wooden fishing nets are all you need while on the river. Make sure to use code RUGARU10 when checking out at Blue Ribbon Nets. Again, the code is RUGARU10. R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. I mean, seeing, seeing the reindeer would be cool. Um, you know, the more that, I, you know, I've sat here and we've laid it out, um, you know, for the people that are listening, they don't understand the, the quite tough decision that we had of if we do head north or if we head like southeast to start. Uh, and I got to say, I think I like our start the way we're doing it, because this is when we're going to have the most energy and getting into the parks i think this is when we can like really get in to them like this is probably where we'll do most of the hikes if we do for like yeah. our longer is walks so doing it early i think was smart on our part to do the thing villar and then the um what is it the snazenthal national park yeah. uh Definitely and, do not quote me. Well, and that that's right there, right? That's day two. And that's what I mean. That Tingingver Park, you know, since we're doing stuff day one there, day two, we'll say, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make our way over here. Definitely at that Snajimfel Jokol Park, we'll be able to go see the puffins, do a longer hike, like you're saying, which will hopefully get us out to see some cool shit uh, out that way. Um and knowing that we're kind of on a timeline, basically, from when we get up in that area till 10 a.m. the next day on day three, because we want to take that ferry to get up across even more so to the northwest and out to um, the fjords up there, and which is close to the Hornstetter Nature Reserve, if you keep going further north. But um, Did I tell a- you the other cool thing about that ferry? No. Um, the path that you go on that the ferry takes, yeah, it is the same location of the boat scene from Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I think you did tell me that now, thinking about it. Um, you said maybe you weren't 100% sure last time you told me, yeah. I I looked it, I looked it up, and it it is so that'll be. I mean, it will be just a small portion, but it'll be a cool little trinket. <laughs> and yeah, it really will be. I think that'll be. That, and then, yeah, expect- getting up to the West Fords, though. Um, I bet we see puffins there, too. Oh, I, I, it sounds like they're all over, which to me, that's the. I mean, Loki, I bought my long lens just because I knew we were going to see puffins this year. I know. I was, I was strongly considering a camera, a new camera. Well, I think I may have Thea convinced I'm getting me a drone for our anniversary. So, oh, damn, look at you. Yeah. So, this guy um, over here rolling big. She's my <laughs> sugar mama. Get me a drone. <laughs> I'm not rolling big. Um, but um, yeah, heading the West Fords, uh, there's those cliffs kind of over there. 
Yeah, um, I have up that way. There's the Latra Barg Wilderness Area, which I don't know if we'll be able to get there. There's also that Arctic Fox Center and Orkron. Uh, which yeah, but looks- that's more inland from the West Forest where that ferry's going to be spitting us out. Right, that's later. I guess that's later that night yeah. or next morning. Um, right here, I have Langjacol. I don't know what that is. I wrote it down. Probably something cool. <laughs> Langjacol. Well, there, there's the um, what did there the la the um, I'm sorry, the Latrabarg Cliffs are right there. Okay. Um, yeah. Which, which we could totally do. Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll find something else in that way. I mean, maybe, maybe we even start heading more inland from there, like head out to the cliffs, check out the cliffs if we can. Maybe not spend a whole lot of time there to just kind of slowly work our way and check out. So that way you can see more of those West Fords without really getting into the West Fords. Yeah, no, I'm totally on board for something like that. Cause, it, cause we'll have the time mm-hmm. on that on, cause really all like that ferry, like you said, it's a, it's a three hour ferry ride. Yeah. It's roughly three. So you're there, you have the whole afternoon to hang out over there and get to a campsite in that Northwest area. So really, it's just hanging out in that area, uh, day three, waking up day four, um, and rolling out of the West Fjords, is out of that arm. I'm calling it an arm. It's that kind of arm that comes off so the top of It is kind of an arm in the way it looks. Well, especially, and, it looks like you have two main roads. Two. Yeah, in that area. Which, low-key, it might be worth it to camp you see the town Regaholar. Regaholar. Yeah. Regaholar. R E Y K H O L A R. I know. One second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it up for the people that are just watching on YouTube. Yeah, that is perfect. So, uh, we'll be popping out over here. The Rega. So, are you talking oh. about this? No, go right to the here. to the right. It's it. Yours has heart heart You have two P's on your map. Mine doesn't have that. Down south, uh, right there. Yeah. So you, if we camp somewhere in that area, that general area, if you did a circle with your mouse there, and yeah. right there in Corks Fajaharnis, you can work your way over to that Hasivik, and. It, that road as well can work your way down into that n- north side. So that way we don't have to drop down. I think that's actually probably the smarter move. So we camp somewhere right there to get yeah. early morning start. We talked about possibly in that auric hitting that uh, uh, Arctic, uh, Fox Arctic Fox. And then really working our way somewhere up north where we said that Husavik town. So if that's a more if that's our morning is just driving that morning to get somewhere over there, hitting all the cool stops along the way, because it looks like there'll be some cool stuff. And working our way up to that Husavik where that lighthouse is and camping up there and just make that our our day four, our our, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's like the longest drive that we have that day. 
and uh it's a, lot of this. it's a lot of this where the other roads are i think more straight in places yeah yeah i i think so too um so uh i'm gonna Could see just how long it is of a drive and i'm yeah. gonna do it from i'm gonna do it from um, the croak viral whatever it is uh five hours that really isn't that bad if you spread that out over a day with like little, you know, one hour stops here and there. Yeah. That's yeah, here to turns, yeah. And that's actually going, taking us down. Yeah. And if we don't go down, we go across right there. Well, it actually has it being longer if you do that. <laughs> oh, well maybe it's more, but I bet you that's, I, that to me, I think would be probably uh, slower speeds. Slower speeds and probably smaller roads, which mean less travel roads. Yeah, it has it, but it had it like almost 40 minutes longer. That's not bad. No, it's not horrible. Because but, I'm sure it'll add bet more stops, more cool stops to get over there, see what we need to do, check out the geothermal sea bass, that light, that lighthouse. I'm going to blow the fuck up on it on Instagram with that. Uh, so, be ready guys that I'm, I, I want to see it. I saw the one picture of it. I'm not going to surprise it for anybody. There's a lighthouse. It's not even a, to be fair for everyone listening and watching. It's a, the picture he saw. It's not a great picture of the lighthouse. It's like what you get when you do like a Google maps search. And it's like the little template up top. Um, so it's like but never like the best of best pictures. <laughs> that's all I need though. Mark, that's all I need. Fair, 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 fair. Um, oh yeah, because isn't that sea bath geothermal over in that where that's close to Husavik? Yeah, exactly. There's supposedly another like hot springs up there that's like it's supposed to be the blue lagoon of the north. Well, that was that one you were talking about, right? The or the other one I had the 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 myvaton nature baths is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah i think that's the one it, it looks i like think it. that's what it is which is the one it's right on that road going up to husavik so oh is it i thought it was i thought it was a little bit more uh west i think look at the map yeah i gotta you can just leave it I got, well i gotta fight, figure out the what's the name of that um the name of that hot springs the my baton m-y-v-a-t-n nature baths can you spell it again one more time m-y-v-a-t-n v yeah v-a-t-n yeah or it's more it's just a hair probably huh oh yeah 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 that is it that is and so it's the my the my baton which yeah. lucky mark buddy Thinking about our trip here, that day we can do the geothermal sea baths. We could do the geothermal sea baths, uh, geothermal sea baths before uh, we go up to the campsite. From the campsite, we could work our way back down and do a uh, do that. It would be like a morning soak. Yeah, we could do like a, a more that could be where we shower. <laughs> like we we're we're in a van. 
<laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. There's gonna be some van funk. That's what I mean. So that might not hurt. And then work our way over somewhere on this east side, and that's the Stugavalli Canyon somewhere over here. Uh, and just kind of work our way to stay down on that. Yeah. By that Vesterhorn area. Yeah, we wanted to get down towards Vesterhorn um, by the end of that day. I don't think we need to get all, quite all the way there because there looks like there's a quite quite a few more towns out on that, like the far east side. So if there was somewhere over there, we stayed and then made sure we were down at Vesterhorn by the morning of the next day. But I think that's yeah. a good goal um, to say we want to be down there. I do too. And the one thing that I think will play into our favor, um, because I make such a point of this whenever I travel now is finding where the hell I'm going to sleep. And so I was looking at campsites and like just general how campsites go. Uh, and everyone said that there's absolutely no reason to ever make a reservation at a campsite because you're almost always going to find one. Okay. So um, that was really reassuring because it's like, you know, you can have these goal spots, but if we get caught up, worst case scenario, we can be like, oh, let's just take this campsite and we'll just have to kind of just kind of crash, wake up early and head, you know, to this place a little bit earlier in the morning or like have to speed through, you know, it, it will be easier to kind of audible our trip. I, I like that. I think when it comes to maybe the first night with that thing of your, when it comes to the national parks or I, to be honest, I'm thinking more towards, um, and... after, Basically, after day three, waking up day three, basically night of day three, night of day four, night of day five, night of day six, night of day seven, there's only goal spots to really get to. And if we can get to one, we can get to one type deal. Yeah, no, that's fair. I like that. I like that. I think that's a good idea. Because um, like you said, they... I, I agree with you, too, with the parks you know, the two parks early on, I think we just kind of hit those, the parks. Yeah. And it, it'd be really cool. Just, yeah, we camped in that park. We booked it. It was easy. It was taken care of. No worries. And you best believe there'll be a breakdown. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the east side. So we'll be out on the east side. The only real big thing I want to see out there, I thought was the goalie Canyon is kind of what I had written down of like, yeah, the hit. There's a there's a cat the Viking Cafe we talked about. Um, you want to see a Viking village, but Which then ironically I, is like the same. We have to do to do the Viking village. We got to do the Viking Cafe. I'm about it. They, they so got <laughs> they got waffles. <laughs> exactly, but down in that southeast area, you also have the Jokul Salarn Glacier Lagoon the Orica Fudgical Volcano in that area. So there's some stuff to do that evening. Um, there's also the Skakfutachal Fall Nature Reserve. And they also have mink there. They have mink, really? I think that was also introduced, possibly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'm... I think going, I think that Vestahorn area is going to be actually kind of cool. 
Yeah, I think that kind of that kind of area we get down there, we spend some time there depending on how that morning goes, get up out of there and coast along that south because that south seems to have a lot of the glaciers, uh the Diamond Beach which just seems like a pull out has the plane crash which seems like a pull out has the 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 main I think some of the main waterfalls that you see people go to when they go to Rajavik like they go to these bigger waterfalls that are down yeah, here. Yeah, I think I think the waterfalls are on that Golden Circle Road more, which is this is the Golden this is the South Side. No, the Golden Circle it involves the Thingviller Park. It's up there. So uh, oh, for the people nice. uh, for the people just watching. Listening, we'll do our best to describe it here. But um, so the golden circle is like um, this area right here. So it's really close to Reykjavik. Because, um, I mean, so there's a shit ton of stuff to do in this area. Um, yeah, no, exactly. And that's where a lot of my, I think a lot of my South stuff is. So we have that drive where you hit the ice caves there that Vic right there. I think that's where that plane crash is, is down there somewhere okay. by a beach or diamond Beach is by Vic, that town there, I think. Um, but yeah, drive from that, that, that Viking village, drive all this on day six to Rajavik, to that area, to that golden circle, do all that kind of stuff, which would be our last full day, hopefully end up somewhere out by the blue lagoon. If we can, um and do the blue lagoon the day we fly out which is june 17th um day seven um and yeah do the blue lagoon that morning and get into town get to the airport yeah drop the van off go to the airport um get through customs and uh return back to uh, the states from there right but exactly. I mean, that's a, like, you look at those last two days, that'll be nice. Cause you, it, they will be, I think that South side will be a lot of driving. The nice thing is it looks like it is kind of like an interstate or kind of just straight. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think that, and then I think also there's a lot over there. Um, a lot of cause morning. I mean, all the research, everything seemed to be in that lower area. I swear, right. like everything I looked up was in that area. And personally, that's why I'm not too worried on that north side, because I feel like the north side is more primitive in the sense that uh, there's more of the nature stuff. There's more of those. You'll you'll see that like those state parks or those those part those those kind of parks, too, that we don't even care about and know about in those areas. Yeah, I well, I think. Honestly, I think that north side is where we really get to know Iceland, like the country, Iceland. I think, yeah, you'll have more people speaking that uh, native, their native tongues and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah, I, yeah. that I think that's where, you know, it's not it's not as touristy. Um, so I think that's that northern parts where we'll really discover what iceland is while also still seeing some awesome stuff well and i what i like too about it like you look at our, our trip here when you look at that north part you know you're talking day three day four 
day five, essentially, really in that in those areas of like of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I yeah, no, I I'm stoked, and I'm also talking about lighthouses, man. I'm 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 on here. I'm looking up uh, other lighthouses too, because that's kind of why not? You know, churches and lighthouses. It's the steeple, I guess. That kind of that that look. People like that. I don't know. You can check out my photography if you like. I I take good photos. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, you know it's actually pretty good timing because we're starting to run out of time, and I got to be that guy. I got to be that guy, and uh, we're getting to uh, our final words. So, final words, my guy. Well, you know, end of the episode end of a great so this is kind of a new one you know really walking you through our details of a plan our trip obviously this isn't set in stone if you've listened I was to one say this is this is phase one <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to wandering ways you know nothing goes according to plan but it's good to talk these things through to get a kind of an idea of where you're going to be at what the things are you're wanting to do because Mark, I found more pictures of this ice of this lighthouse, and I love it, <laughs> and I'm excited. So I'm super stoked. I'm my I'm excited to go somewhere new. It's a cool country. A lot of things to do. Yeah, I don't know what else to say, man. I'm excited. Go plan your trips, guys. <laughs> All right, that's there you it. Go. Uh, Reverend's final words of wisdom. Uh, stay beautiful, everybody. Can't tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for listening, sticking around, uh, listening to us jibber jabber about our uh, plans that will probably change quite a bit by the time we uh, reach Iceland. Uh, but if you've ever planned a trip, you know that's kind of how it goes. But you got to start somewhere, and this is where we're starting. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how excited this is a bucket list place for me. So it's been somewhere I've talked about, um, uh, for, a, I've, I've talked about since the drought back in 15, um, that good to go there. So it's like, it's one of those things I'm super stoked to get to, uh, you know, that being said, peace out everybody. Bye.